we recording? <laughs> Wait, is this thing on? Seriously. Am I recording? <laughs> You're listening to Let's Get Into It, a podcast designed to help you in your life and in your business. My name is Bree Marie and I'm your host. You might have stumbled upon my blog, livingbreely.com, or taken one of my online courses, or maybe you're just learning about my work for the first time. As a business strategist, course creator, and a seasoned blogger, I've had the opportunity to sit down with number one best-selling authors, world-class experts, coaches, healers, and other online entrepreneurs who are super excited to share with you their stories, learning lessons they've had along the way, and how they continue to strive on making an impact in our world. Each week, I want to bring you two episodes full of tangible and actionable steps to inspire you to have an impactful, sustainable, and purpose-driven life and business. So let's get into it. Hello. Again, I'm singing the intro, and your girl can't sing. (laughs) All right, so if you guys are listening to it, to this episode, on the day that it's released, which is April 16th, 2019, it's actually my birthday. It's my birthday, and oh my gosh, um, I've officially crossed the threshold of, you know, when people are like, oh, she's in her early 20s, her mid 20s, her late 20s. I'm officially in my late 20s, y'all. And I am super happy. Here's a thing that no one tells you about when you're in your 20s. Um, your 20s are fucking rough. They're brutal. You're climbing Mount Everest, no oxygen. Like it's, it's tough. I don't know anyone who has like done a smooth, I mean, unless you're like, I don't know, Paris Hilton, even she didn't get out of her twenties unscathed, but like, unless it's like you're smooth sailing through your twenties, let me know how that's going. I'm really curious, but for most of the people that I know that were in our twenties, it's rough out here. You're really roughing it. You're backpacking. You know, it's it's not it's you know, it, it's it is what it is. And I feel like the later I get into my 20s. I feel like I've I'm I'm um, I read this really good quote and I feel like it sums up what I'm trying to say perfectly, but of course I can't remember who said the quote or what the quote was verbatim. But the idea was like in your 20s, you feel like you're drowning. And in your 30s, you stand up and realize that you are sitting in two inches of water. That's how I feel. I feel like I'm starting to stand up and I'm like, oh, Not that, like, you're being melodramatic because some situations in your 20s really should be taken seriously. Um, But I really feel like, yeah, like, I'm turning a corner that things don't feel as, like, rough and rocky anymore. I mean, granted, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that my life is perfect and wonderful and fabulous and, like, you know, go off about the vanity metrics, but... 
there are parts of my life where I wish were a little bit healthier, a little bit better, but we're working on it. Life is a continuum. You can't expect things to be perfect or, quote, in balance all of the time. And again, like going circling back to the whole vanity metrics thing, like I posted a post today about... Um, you know, like the blog is still getting 80,000 views a month. The podcast, we're like almost at 50,000 downloads. Like it shit's crazy when you look at numbers. And I used to measure the impact that I was making by numbers. And I think that's one fair metric. Absolutely. But I think for me, like the real metric is these things that I've learned over the past couple of years, which have been things like empathy, like compassion, like self-love and self-care, like fulfillment and being a good friend and having good friends and being able to support my friends when they're going through difficult times. And those things to me, like, that's how I measure my impact is like, how I'm moving through my relationships with the people in my life. And like that even goes for my clients. So I'm just really, really happy that I made it to 27. (laughs) Because there were some times where I was like, um, we're like, again, climbing Mount Everest, no oxygen. What's going to happen? Um, and I just want to say thank you guys so much. If you're this is the first time listening to the podcast or if you have come back from I don't know how you would find me if you found me through Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, or if you are, you know, someone who knows a guest or whatever. Thank you guys so much for listening. It I'm so, so grateful that I get to sit down and interview really, really cool people and our guest is no exception. She is like the exception. Am I even saying this right? I hope so. Her name is Samantha Klein. And I'm like, I I don't even know where to start this. She's absolutely amazing. Amazing doesn't even like do justice. She's mesmerizing. I like just sounded that out in syllables. Mesmerizing. Okay, four syllables. Was that four? Um... I was introduced to her by my good friend, Kirstie O'Brien, who is also in the podcast. And I'm always like, anyone who's on my podcast, I'm like, yo, do you know anyone who would be interested in coming on the podcast? And she was like, you have to know my friend, Samantha Klein. So Samantha Klein is an energy healer and worthiness coach for women. And she basically melds energy work, spirituality, and deep self-love into her practice to help women reclaim their power and feel good in the world. And so she does this through one-on-one coaching sessions. She also has an online program and she facilitates retreats around the world. Yeah, she's amazing. She's going to teach us how to celebrate, tune in, and activate our empathy empathetic gifts. I'm just going to say empathetic, (laughs) empathetic gifts. So one of the things that I talked about earlier was that I've definitely had an increased amount of empathy and compassion for people just in general, like human nature in general. And I think with, with, 
what comes with having empathy is sometimes absorbing some unhealthy energy or not having boundaries and not knowing how to clean your energy. Like sometimes we don't know, like, why am I so drained? Like, I know I've hung out with certain people where I'm like, I am so drained after hanging out with them. They just like suck the energy out of me. I call them energetic vampires. I'm just depleted after hanging out with them, even if it's just for a couple of hours. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad person. I mean, sometimes they are or, like, or that they have negative energy. Sometimes that's the case. Sometimes it's just a matter of like one off with energies and where people are in their lives. And also for me, not protecting my own energy. And so I thought it was really important to have Sam on Samantha on, call her Sam or Samantha, um, to talk about these things. And yeah, I, we've been trying to coordinate this for a while. And when we did the interview and I was like looking at the date, I was like, oh, this is coming out on my birthday. And she was like, really? And I don't know. It just, this is a really special episode for me. And I really hope that you guys enjoy it. Um, you have to follow Samantha's Instagram stories like you guys I seriously can just like sit there and watch her Instagram stories all day like you know how some people you watch their Instagram stories and they're just like a chatty Kathy and you're like I can't like after like 10 seconds you're like I'm done Samantha does is like the opposite of that (laughs) when her stories end I'm like wait I need more so please go um check out Samantha R. Klein K-L-E-I-N. It's also in the episode notes. If you just, if you're on iTunes, just pull the screen up and all of her information will be there. Anyway, I'm going to shut up now. Thank you guys so much for listening. And let's go ahead and let's get into the interview. Be kind. Be well. you i'm really good how are you i'm good i'm so excited that you're here we've been like planning this for a while so i'm just like i'm so excited (laughs) yeah i'm really excited to be here too and i'm just so thankful um and blessed that you reached out and i'm really excited to talk to you about empathy and all of the awesome stuff around it today yeah so Sam actually, well, my friend Kirsty, our friend Kirsty O'Brien, who she, I actually just did a podcast with her a couple episodes back about social media and how it can, you know, impact anxiety. Um, she actually recommended Samantha. She was like, "You have to watch this woman's Instagram. She's absolutely mesmerizing." And I was <laughs> like, "Okay." Like when she said mesmerizing, I was like, "What?" And then I started watching your Instagram stories, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need to like talk to her." <laughs> that is so so sweet. So. Sam is an energy healer and a worthiness coach for women. So why don't you just tell us a little bit more about what you do? So my background is definitely in energy healing. I started learning um, and practicing energy healing probably about 10 years ago. And it was called pranic healing at that time. And then I moved into Reiki 
and practicing energy healing just kind of quietly like on myself my family and a few clients who who were around me in my neighborhood in my town and I was really quiet about it and kept it quiet and had a regular job and then I just decided that I wanted to help people on a larger scale. I saw that how it could help more and more people. And I became really involved in showing people how they can start to cultivate empathy, become even healthier in their empath practices, and how that is tied into self-love and how important that is for their healing and their journey. So I share that on my Instagram and I also do private one-on-one -on -one, um, healing calls, healing sessions with people. Coaching um, happens definitely in those calls. And then I lead in-person retreats twice, um, twice to three times a year. So that is what I really, really love to do is be in the presence of your transformation. I love that. That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today's episode, we kind of decided that because obviously there's just, I feel like there's no limits to your talent. Um, and so to kind of like rein it in, we were like, we're going to talk about empathy. Yeah. And so why don't we start with the basics? So what is an empath? What is empathy? Okay. So empath I find is kind of a buzzword that is becoming more and more popular around the online space. Mm -hmm. And, um, what I find a little bit frustrating about it is when I talk to people, they're like, I'm not an empath. I'm not an empath or I am. And I'm, it's like, everybody has empathy. It is a human function. It's in your brain at the frontal lobe. Like it's something that's happening for everybody. And some people, um, the skill level is higher and, and lower, but it can always be cultivated and learned and fed and grown in people, okay? So when I see people who say that I'm not an empath, I'm like, no, yeah, you are. <laughs> and that just is like, you know, I want to be clear that empathy is something that everybody has naturally and that you can take care of it and cultivate it and use it as a superpower and a growth tool, a healing tool in your life and for the people around you. So what it is, is basically that you can sense energy around you. You can sense energy from people, places, or things. You can communicate with energy. I think that's really good. I like how you brought it up that it's like, just innately part of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and some of us are just more in tune to it than others. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. We all have personal, um, strengths, you know, for instance, my husband is so in tune with his logic, his logic mind. He's an engineer and that's something that comes really easy for him. He doesn't even think about it. It's just something, it's his, his biggest strength is logic. And mm -hmm. for me, my biggest strength is empathy. So I know that logic exists in me. I know that it's um, a powerful tool as well. And I know that if I choose to, I can cultivate that and he can cultivate empathy. Right. So do you feel like 
men are more com like it's more common for them to be logical and a little bit more I don't want to say rational (laughs) but like and women are a little bit more in tune to things like empathy and like energy well I do think that masculine energy has more logic Mm -hmm. strength and feminine energy has more empathy strengths but inside each person exists feminine and masculine energy. So it's really doesn't so much depend on gender. It's more like which, which energy you are, are more in tune with or stronger with or cultivating more in your life. If you're playing more with the feminine, um, the yin energy or the yang, the masculine, which is more the strategy the the, the, the logic or the feminine, which is more receiving and and empathy reading um, energy. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. I think, I think especially being in business, I'm sure you can relate to this. Like you kind of have to have a really, I think it's like a delicate dance of like when to bring out your masculine energy, when to like play more in your feminine energy and just like be, I, I think just even being aware of it is really important especially in things like like empathy like you want to have empathy for your clients and for you know the other people that you meet in in your business journey yeah absolutely and especially like in the corporate world um strengthening your empathy and your empathy muscle is like something that just brings another layer to your work Mm-hmm. And if you're always in the logic and strategic, I think you're really missing something. And it's the people who can balance both or, um, like you said, um, access both at different times who are going to grow and rise up the fastest. Absolutely. Yeah. Like when I worked in corporate America, it was definitely like I was completely on the like one end of the spectrum and like didn't, I mean, I was just, it was just very, very masculine energy, very strategic, very logical, almost like a, I mean, I would still be nice to myself. I would say assertive, but it was definitely more like aggressive and competitive. And I think that that's like what caused so much drain and like energy just zapping so quickly and just stress is because I was very much like masculine energy all the time, 24 seven. But that was also, I mean, that in the environment in itself kind of had to bring that out in, out in me. And now that I, you know, have my own business and I do the work that I do, like I, I find like when I do get into that too masculine energy, I like quickly recognize like, oh, like I need to take a step back. Like this is bringing out a side of me that I don't necessarily like. Um, yeah. When it's like too far in one in one space, then, then more, you know, kind of, it depends on what you're doing too. Yeah. So and that, absolutely. That's so beautiful that you have that, that awareness and that you see that it's important to have both too, even in your own business. Yeah, definitely. Well, feminine energy is very receiving. Mm -hmm. And so I always tell people, you know, like when they're struggling with like making money, I'm like, it's a receiving thing. Yeah. You have to be really open to accepting money from people. (laughs) And that's part of the feminine energy. Yeah. So what is, so 
what is a healthy empath and what is an unhealthy empath? Because I definitely think like if you're used to, or if you're feeding into other people's energy, like if they, what if they have toxic energy? Right. Yeah. So an unhealthy empath is somebody who honestly, it's not like, it's not very much a choice. Typically an unhealthy empath is just someone who isn't aware of their empathy yet. And they are in a lot of situations like everyday situations at the mall, the grocery store, anywhere where there's a lot of people, a lot of energy, a lot of energetics, and they're picking up energy from everywhere and they're going home and they're really drained. They're super drained all the time. They're very tired. Um, and another classic sign of an, health, uh, an unhealthy empath is somebody who says, if you hear them say, I don't know why a lot, like I feel this way, but I don't know why. I don't know why I can't shake this. I don't feel good and I don't know why. And it's because they're picking up energy from different people, places and things. And it's not their own energy. It's not their own life force that's coming through. It's all the like energy particles that they're picking up all the stories and timelines um, and it's sitting in their body, their aura, their energy field, and they don't realize it's happening yet. So that, that are traits of an unhealthy empath. A healthy empath is someone who recognizes that this is happening and takes the steps to cleanse, ground, and protect their energy. And so that they can be out in the world with these people, they can still do all of the helping that is so natural to them. Um, but their energy and their life force, their power within stays strong and stable. And you can, so yeah, you can see that from like somebody who um, is glowing, is kind, is giving, is serving, but um, they don't seem drained all of the time. Their moods aren't fluctuating. Um, that would be definitely big traits of a healthy empath. That word glowing, that's like what I aim for. <laughs> Because like you literally can glow from the inside out. And I'm like, yeah. I know people always talk about like, oh, you can add bronzer and like spray tans and then like is this, you get like a summer glow. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want a glow that's like inside yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. And so for me, that glow that's happening from the inside out is your life force. It's your power. And it's flowing in harmony. So there's no stagnant parts. You're your energy is in perfect flow inside of you. You have all of your life force that you're processing for your own good. And that kind of transmits this glow on your face. And when you're processing energy for other people, when you're taking things in or giving your power out a lot, trying to help but not receive, then you start to look more drained on your face. Um, it's more physically apparent, but also emotionally, you're feeling really drained and exhausted. Um, those, that's all um, traits of unhealthy empathy. Yeah, absolutely. I totally know that draining feeling. Yeah. And it's weird that you said the thing, the, there, there are people who might be in an unhealthy empath place. So they're like, I don't know why I feel this way. And I've totally felt that way where I'm like, yeah why do I feel so drained? And I think even, I mean, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I know for myself when I'm around like 
toxic people, even if I don't absorb their energy, it's like even putting up the like barriers to protect myself from their energy. To me, that's really, it can be really exhausting. Yeah. And that will be what's draining. And again, like I don't put myself in those situations like on purpose. Like sometimes, you know, you can't, I don't want to say escape, but like you're going to be trying to go through life and avoiding toxic people. Like I think is almost unhealthy. Like there's just going to be toxic, unhealthy people in the world. Like, you know, and you're going to interact with them. Um, and I think like, as soon as you recognize that, yeah, I don't. Yeah. That, you know, when you go to the bank or like I can sense the energy is off and the person ahead of me or behind me or beside me or the teller or, um, whatever it is, you can feel, um, different energy frequencies from people all around. And, something that's important for our growth is connection, making connection with people. And so we, we have to be social and be out in the world, but definitely there's going to be energy that's off. And that's why it's so important to have your, your empath practices going strong. Yeah. So how do you really like cultivate empathy or cultivate being an empath? empath and like really shifting that energy like when you do you know come in contact with someone who doesn't have great energy um well first of all you have to have like I call it energetic hygiene and it's the same as I don't know if you've ever heard anybody say this but like um meditation is like a shower for your soul have you ever heard anybody say I have have you yeah Oh, maybe Kirsty said it, but, um, so like every morning you, you wash your physical body, you get in the shower and you wash your physical body. So also a really great practice. And it's like, why don't we is like washing your soul or, or washing your um, mind with meditation, meditation, slowing your mind is a, is a hygiene for your brain. So the way you do this for, for your energy or for your empathetic qualities is is called energetic hygiene and it's just as important as washing your body you have to take care of your energy too so you cleanse it and you ground it and you protect it right and i've seen okay if you guys don't i'm going to include all of um Sam's links in the show notes below. But if you don't watch her Instagram stories, you're truly missing out <laughs> on some like serious education. Every time I'm like, always like, wait, what is this? Like, you're probably so annoyed with me because I'm always like DMing you. But tell us about cleansing your energy because you have like all of your lotions and potions, <laughs> everything. And I'm like, what does that do? What is that for? Like, I literally want to take notes. I'm, I have my pen out. I'm like ready to write. So tell us about all of that. Okay. So cleansing for me was the easiest um, energetic hygiene practice that came the easiest to me when I first realized um, that empathy was something that was really strong for me. And then I had to start taking care of it. It was cleansing first for me. And I want you to, um, 
know that there's three parts. There's the cleansing, the protecting, and the grounding. And whatever you feel most drawn to first in whatever seems easiest is where you're going to start. And for me, it was cleansing. Cleansing was like, okay, I can do this. This is what I can do. So I use a lot of salt and oil in my cleansing of my energy. Um, salt has a very amazing cleansing property. It's from the earth. So it has uh, a negative charge to it and it helps to cleanse energy. So you can get in a bath, in a salt bath, and um, reset your energy in the bath. And when I first started cleansing my energy, I did this maybe just once a week, it was just fine for me and all that I could commit to. I was still very much in like, oh, I have to shower really fast and get to where, you know, and um, I was like, I don't have time for this. And slowly it started to shift over a few years. And now I take a salt bath every single day, cleansing my energy. And it's just something that's really important to me. I don't feel well unless I've immersed my body in some diluted salt water. <laughs> so you're using like an Epsom salt? Yes, exactly. It's Epsom okay. salts. And I usually put essential oils in there as well. And um, I use lemongrass and tea tree are my favorite cleansing uh, essential oils. So I will drop those in the salt before I put them in the bath. And if this all sounds like too much for you, the other thing you can do is if you've had a really hard day or a draining day, or you're feeling like, oh, I've been out in, in, at the mall too much or at work too much, I've had too many people um, draining or talking to me, then you can just use the salt and the oil and rub your hands together under some water. You don't have to immerse your whole body. And because this is because your, your palms are big energy centers. It's where you receive and give a lot of energy. So they're very, very sensitive, big portals of energy. So taking the salt and the oil and just scrubbing through your hands, um, your fingers, the backs of your hands, even up your forearms, and then washing it, rinsing all the salt and oil off in the water will just help you feel so much better. here. So thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I totally know how valuable your time is and I love that you're spending it by tuning into this episode. If you've been listening for a while or maybe this is your first time, it would mean so much to me if you dropped a review or star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you really loved this episode and you know someone who, um, hint, hint, cough, cough, would love this episode episode as well and find it valuable, please share it with them. Thanks again for listening and let's get back into it. Yeah, I was going to say, if someone doesn't have a bathtub, like I have a bathtub, but it is the most, I mean, I rent my apartment, so it's like the most 
I mean, my dream is to have like a beautiful bathtub someday, yeah. but like that's not my reality at the yeah. moment. <laughs> so I was like, I've used Epsom salt before. That was actually, I think it was like Dr. Teal's and it was like infused with magnesium as well. Right. And so I didn't have, like, I was like, I hate filling up this bathtub and just like, yeah. it's just so uncomfortable. So I would literally just rub the like salt on my entire body. And then yeah, that's off. perfect too. <laughs> the other thing you can do is just like get in the shower so this is kind of um funny but I have like a bowl of salt and oil and baking soda going on at all times and I can kind of carry it around like upstairs in the bath or downstairs if I need to wash my hands after a client or whatever so you can bring this bowl in the shower with you and just turn the shower head to the side and and take the salt and cleanse and just put it over top of your body and then rinse your body under the shower you don't have to like lay in the salt water if you don't yeah. want to. Yeah, so that's another way you could do it in the shower as well. So what is the baking soda for? Um, the baking soda is just, it's just adding another element of cleansing. And I find like they really work well together. They almost kind of make a little bit of a paste and um, especially with the oil and it makes a really wonderful, like almost like DIY scrub on your body. Yeah, I was going to say, I just got these, like, um, exfoliating gloves. <laughs> oh, wicked. And they're amazing. Like, I don't want to do it too many times a week. Like, I do it probably – I do it every time I wash my hair, which is maybe, like, twice a week. Yeah. And it, like, just – like, literally, t- you feel like you lost a couple of pounds. Like, because it just yeah. takes up all of that dead skin. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I definitely want to – I have – I need to get more Epsom salt, but – yeah, I'm super excited. I want to try that. Awesome. So the second part is, well, I guess, it, I don't know if there's like an order, a sequential order that they go in, but then also grounding. Yeah. So cleansing the energy that you're picking up is really great. And then um, grounding is something that I resisted for, I would say a couple of years. Um, I found it really difficult to get into. So I left it kind of for the last, but Grounding is something that is so, so important. Like, it's so important for every single human being, whether you think your empathy is strong or not. You are an energetic being, and the earth has a subtle energetic field as well. And your, your body has a positive charge, and the earth has a negative charge. So when you um, feel out of sorts or... Um, you're feeling scattered and unwell, just taking your, your shoes off and walking barefoot on the ground can polarize um, the energetic, the energy in, inside of you and help you to feel more grounded and centered in your body. And if you notice, like just, just go outside and do it. You just feel better when your skin is touching grass or soil or sand, like putting your feet on the beach. Like there's just something that people like they write movies and books and stories and songs about it, but nobody really says it's because I'm grounding my body that I feel so good with my bare feet on sand. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's so, so freaking true. I think I forgot where I heard this quote and I don't even know if it's like verbatim what was said, but it was like, 
you know, we've developed, like, we have human nature, but our, we're getting to a point where we're forgetting the nature part of human right. nature. Right. Yes, and absolutely. It's so true. Like, we're getting so far away from, like, what our body actually needs. Like, these are, like, primal things that are ingrained in us. Like, mm-hmm. we need vitamin D. We need the outdoors. We need nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Especially now we're so much online. Mm-hmm. Most of us work with computers mm-hmm. and there's so much electricity in our homes. We're just staring at a screen most of the day that we're just so disconnected from um, like the negative charge of the earth and how it feels when you're outside, how it feels when your body is touching ground or when you lean up against a tree or you go outside for a picnic or you go to the beach and sit on the sand like just that that simple feeling in your being of feeling like safe grounded at home that that feeling of connection with nature is something that is so important to do daily absolutely i mean i'm so glad that i have my dog (laughs) (laughs) that he like gets me outside and Like, I mean, even just like take the hint from dogs, like you see them, they literally like fall into the ground and like rub themselves all over the grass. And like, you're so lucky I'd have like a full on allergy attack if I did that. But like, I would love to do that. (laughs) I know she does. My dog does it in the snow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing is like, if you live in a climate where you can't put your feet on the on the grass every day like I live somewhere where it's very snowy like very many months of the year if you check out my Instagram stories I show you how to do it without um without going outside you can use a stainless steel spoon on the bottom of your feet to um to reverse the polarity and um to get that grounded state in your body with stainless steel yeah, I watched that story and I was like hypnotized. And that was like where I live. We've had really rainy. The last like two or three months has been super rainy. I just checked the weather. It's supposedly supposed to rain tomorrow. I'm like, I didn't know that I moved to Seattle. Like, um, <laughs> but I was because like we couldn't just like go outside. It was just rain. I mean, it wasn't a torrential downpour. I'm being very melodramatic, but like yeah. it makes me remind myself to be like grateful that like I do live in a climate where like I can go outside and like put my feet in the like I can literally walk ten steps right now and get some grass. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I'm so fortunate. So yeah, you don't people don't have excuses if they do live no. in Southern no. California. <laughs> No, I have to wear winter boots like a long time, like from November. I'm still wearing my boots. So, oh my um, gosh. yeah. So every day before I go to sleep, it only takes a few seconds. I take my stainless steel spoon and I turn it over and I rub it on my feet and I ground the polarity um, in my body with the stainless steel. And it's like, feels so wacky when you're doing it. And I was kind of hiding it from my husband and like, the like, you know, people like just think it's hilarious, but I would love for you to Google um, stainless steel spoon grounding foot and see all the stuff that comes up. <laughs> like it's really a big tool because it's almost free. Like everybody's got stainless steel spoons and, right. 
And, um, and it's so fast, you just reverse the polarity and you're grounded. So it's something that you can do every single day. I do it before I go to sleep. I have a nightstand spoon and um, just rub it along your feet and you can make yeah. like a great pattern. Um, and it's especially wonderful, like if you're feeling anxious um, before a podcast interview or... <laughs> like a, a job interview or, or wherever you might be feeling it, going into a big group of people or doing a speaking arrangement or something to just um, rub the stainless steel over the bottom of your feet and ground your energy. That's amazing. I'm so grateful that I found your Instagram and Kirsty yeah. connected us. <laughs> so what about protecting our energy? So protecting our energy, I always say protection and boundaries. And boundaries are something that are so important to have. Boundaries can be um, saying no to things that you do not want to be involved in anymore and teaching people how you like to be treated, something that's healthy for you. And that takes time. I have somebody in my life that I've had to correct boundaries with and it's taken a couple of years, but now we're at a really healthy spot. And to know that when you're doing this protection and boundaries around you, you're not shutting people out. You're actually creating a healthy boundary so that you can help more. And that took me a really, really, really long time to understand. And if you're just hearing it for the first time, I, I know how you feel. But I promise you, once you figure out the boundaries that are healthy for you and you start to practice them, you will be able to help people more. You'll be more energized. And like I said, at the start of the, the interview, you'll have more life force. You'll be more glowing. You'll be able to help more people when you have healthy protection and boundaries. Wait, okay. I'm still trying to wrap my head around, around that. So let me circle yeah. back to that. The, the thing yeah. that you just said, when you're creating boundaries with someone, it's not to completely block them out, but no, we're not actually to help help you. Help you help, help them. More. More, yeah. Because when you don't have healthy boundaries or protection, your power is just leaking out of you. It's almost like you're like a colander and the water, if you think about your power, your water, or your life force, or your energy is just flowing, flowing out, flowing out, flowing out all around you, all to different areas. And you're unable, that's that's why you're feeling so drained. You're unable to help other people. It's when like your friend calls and you're like, I can't even freaking answer that. I can't pick up the phone right now. I'm so drained. I'm so tapped out. Mm -hmm. That's like from a person who doesn't have healthy boundaries. So when you have healthy boundaries, then you're able to help more people. I was just going to say that was me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I was like, someone called me and I was like, oh. Oh, I really just can't. Like, I will almost get to a point, like, and this probably sounds really bad. You're going to be like, oh my God, Brie. Yeah. Um, but I was like practically like catatonic. Like, I was like, I can't even imagine like opening my mouth and saying words right now because yeah. I don't know like what would come out. Um, yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's why like I'm really, 
again, and this is like all learning experience for me is like knowing like, okay, how many like calls should I have in a day? Like maybe six calls in one day is too many for me because that's just too draining. Like I'm too, I have, I put a lot of energy in my one-to-one calls. Yeah. Maybe that's too many. And that's why like I was feeling like that towards the end of the day. So yeah, they totally agree. Yeah. So, and that's, that's perfect. Like you said, like it's a learning curve, right? Like Mm -hmm. you'll figure out what your magic number of calls is for you. And then when you figure that out, um, practicing your protection and boundaries is putting that into place. And that's something that takes a while. Sometimes it's really hard because it's uncomfortable to say someone's calling you and they're like, I really need a call today you know, Brie, I really, I can't figure this out. I really need your help. You you can help me. And to be like, I'm sorry, I don't have any room on my schedule today. I'll see you on Thursday. That's, that's um, setting protection around your energy boundaries around your energy so that you can show up fully for that person on Thursday and get right down to it, get into it and really help them. And if you let the let the boundary down and let your power leak you probably wouldn't be able to help as much as you want to help yeah absolutely like I definitely don't feel if I do take too many calls or like if I did pick up the phone yesterday I don't know if I would have been one it like gets me into a place where like I almost get anxious yeah and then that's and then I like beat myself up about feeling anxious and then I like realized like what I said or whatever their problem was or whatever the conversation was about. Like, I'm like, I could have delivered that so much better if I was, I call it like a different headspace, but I think that that's just really like, it could be, it just means I'd be in a different like energetic spot. Yeah. Um, so no, that's totally true. I think you're, we're way more effective. Um, again, I think that's like where that masculine and feminine energy comes to play. Cause like the masculine energy part of myself is just like push harder, just do it. Just like, yeah. you know, push, push, push. And then the yeah. feminine side is like rest, like don't yeah. push so hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Your energy needs taken care of right now. You know, yeah. that kind of message. Yeah. So that's protection and boundaries. And that's um, a whole big ass ball game that takes a lot of, um, time to get used to, but is so worthy of your attention and can just help you grow so, so fast. Once you really start to like become aware of where you need more boundaries and then start to erect them and honor them and say yes to your boundaries, you're going to see your energy just like that's like really where the glowing kind of phase starts is with the boundaries and the protection. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any like, like where did you learn about all of this? Like, do you have any resources for someone who is like, I mean, even if it's working with you one-on-one, like where can people go to learn more about their own energy, how to cultivate empathy, grounding, cleansing, protecting, like all of that. Like, where did you learn a lot of this stuff? Um, you know, where did I learn? I learned a lot. Like I said, when I was just starting out, it was really like local in women's circles. So in spiritual women's circles is where I started to learn like the basis of these practices was just like sharing in circle. 
and sharing in women's circles. So finding in your community somewhere where you can go be in person with other spiritual minded people, um, empathetic people, people learning about these things themselves. That's where I started. And then after that, I, um, I started learning from other coaches and teachers and healers, um, mostly online. One of my favorites, her name is Emily Anu Vibrance on Instagram, and she really helped me for a good year um, start to tap in and take care of my energy more and more, um, make up my energetic protocol and hygiene. And then um, I also love Donna Eden. She has two really great books and she's where I learned the um, spoon technique. It's called Donna Eden Energy Medicine. And you can get that on Amazon for not very expensive. And it's just really beautiful. There's a lot of like um, um, acupuncture and acupressure points to help you trace your meridians, your energy meridians, reverse um, your energy and, and help with that. So that's another place. And then, um, all of this together really helped me, um, pull into my intuition, which is something that's so, so important because like I said earlier, you'll know what is most important for you. If cleansing, grounding, or protecting is coming up first, you'll be able to use your intuition and go, Oh, this is what I really need. And then just go further into that and do research, reach out, ask like-minded people um, for advice or um, book healings, book coaching sessions, and really start to cultivate your empathy so that you can feel healthy and alive and joyful and glowing in your life. I love that. So beautiful. Yeah. I feel like I had one more question to ask you and now it just escaped me. (laughs) Okay. Um, no, but that is, I love that. I think, yeah, it's all about, it's, you know, Sam didn't learn all of this overnight. No. Um, It takes a lot of, I think, patience and like determination to like want to learn these things. Oh, that's what I was going to say about the meridian and like the acupressure, acupuncture points. Um, I think that that is so, it's so true. I used to go to acupuncture when I was, I've gone off and on my entire life since I was like 15 years old. And I think like learning those, like I want to actually learn a little bit more about them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when I went, like when I was like started when I was 15, like I didn't know anything about Eastern medicine at all. Um, So I was just like, I'm very curious about those things. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, girl, it's speaking to you, right? That's your <laughs> your intuition is working. It's like Brie, acupuncture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I found a really great um, acupuncturist in San Diego, cool. um, and he's so cool. He actually used to be in um, the military, oh. and then when he got out, he had like really bad um, PTSD and just like a oh. lot of like different elements. Go- elements. I can't say the word. Elements, <laughs> elements. I don't know. Well, just like different, like weird, funky things happening to his body. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, basically, like went to the VA, which is our veteran, like veterans affairs and stuff, and they like gave him um, 
like a prescription. They're like, here's this prescription, take this, take this, take this. Here's a script prescription for a therapist and like all of this stuff. And he was like, no, like, I don't want to be on medicines for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. unless I absolutely have to. So that's what really got him into like Eastern medicine. And then he op- ended up um, opening his own. It's like a community acupuncture place. So it's all like relatively inexpensive. Um, but it, yeah, it's just really, really interesting. Yeah. I've, um, heard like, um, where I used to live in Ontario in Canada, they would have community acupuncture nights where you could come and ha- receive acupuncture almost in circle so that that's what his was yeah it would take the price down so it wasn't a single appointment right so that it would make it accessible for everyone because um having acupuncture it's not really that expensive but over and over if you need to keep up your your practice with it it does definitely add um add some money there so that's that's a great idea. I love that he's doing that. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, that was exactly what it was. I mean, he didn't have like specific days where like you would like everyone would be there, but like you basically came in for like a 1-hour like consultation um with him and then like every time after that you would like go in a room, you would talk like, "Oh, this is what's been going on." blah 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 and then he would walk you out and it's just like a big room with like literally like recliners (laughs) and you just like lay back and like, yeah, he does his like thing. Um, so yeah, I absolutely loved it. And I think it's so powerful and just another great like tool to kind of just block like clear blocked energy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yay. Well, thank you so much. Do you tell everyone where they can find you and you actually have a retreat coming up next month. I do. Yeah. In May, it's on May 2nd to the 5th. So we're doing three nights this time and it's in Ontario, Canada on Lake Ontario. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful spot. And I cannot wait. It's my favorite thing to do is to meet you in person and start the healing and the transformation process in person over three nights there. And, um, you can find information about that on my website, kleinandkind.com under retreats. And it's also on my Instagram page, which is Samantha R. Klein on the link in bio there and watch my stories like Brie was saying. And if you feel called book a one-on-one session and I would love to meet you there. Yeah. And I'll include all of those links in the show notes. So if you guys are on the iTunes podcast store. You can just drag your finger up and then all of the links for Samantha will be in there. And, or Sam, I'm sorry. I keep going back and forth. Um, and definitely go check out her Instagram stories. They're so powerful and just, I learned so much just watching them. So she's absolutely amazing. And thank you again so much for, for coming on and sharing all of this knowledge. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brie, for reaching out. And I'm so, so blessed and grateful to have had this conversation with you. And I hope that it can serve all of the people who are listening and um, just so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. One more thing. 
If you loved this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below.